Hello and welcome to another podcast of Black Talk Radio News with commentary from yours truly, Scotty Reed. On this particular podcast, I will be uh, discussing some race porn that I feel like uh, started with CBS News, but also promoted on various social media websites. But I feel like, you know, the mainstream media is the source of a lot of race porn. Now, for those that don't know what race porn is, race porn is a term that I came up with to describe content that focuses on race and racism. Now, this content is not produced to uh, bring us any better understanding of why people practice racism or to study the or solve problems with institutional racism. The primary function of race porn is to generate views on the content uh, which they hope produces a revenue stream. Uh, more, more than just the mainstream media produces race porn. You'll find a lot of YouTube channels, you'll find a lot of podcasts, and you'll find blogs that produce race porn. Again, race porn is not meant to inform you, but to provoke your emotions. Um, it's a form of entertainment, albeit a sick form of entertainment. So I have another race porn story, again, involving uh, Bernie Sanders campaign. Now, someone asked me earlier today on social media and was saying, well, why do you talk about politics so much? Why are you always covering Bernie Sanders uh, campaign? I'll be glad when this is all over. And I told this person, look, I produce, I focus mostly on politics. We're in a political campaign season where um, um, a very important position in this system will be determined. Right now, the Democrats trying to find out uh, who's the nominee going to be to face off against Donald Trump. Now, for those that are familiar with uh, Neely Fuller Jr.'s writing, he is a counter-racist author and speaker. Um, he has what's called the nine areas of people activity. I have them here right here on my wall. If I could read those, uh, number one is economics. Number two is education. Number three is entertainment. Number four is labor. Number five is law. Number six is politics. Number seven is religion. Number eight is sex. And number nine is war. Now, I have come to the conclusion that out of all the nine people uh, activity areas, that politics is the most important because it controls or regulates every other area of people activity. Um, we have an education secretary. Uh, we have a labor secretary. Um, the FCC is supposed to regulate entertainment. Um, and so on and so on. You have, um, you know, of course, economics is controlled by policies and regulations put in place by the U.S. government. Okay, you have a U.S. Treasury Department. So I have come to the conclusion that I need to focus most on politics, and that is where um, most people who are trying to produce a system of justice should focus most of their attention um, and their activities because, again, these people, politicians who get elected by politics, write laws, um, sit on committees or regulatory boards, and so politics controls everything, um, not just in the United States, but in the world. That's why they have a term called geopolitics, 
um, which involves foreign policy of different governments and world bodies like the United Nations. So um, if you're not into politics, then perhaps this is not the channel uh, for you. But I just want to give that person an explanation of why I focus so much. Now, why do I focus so much on Bernie Sanders? Well, for a number of reasons. I have analyzed all the platforms of all the candidates who are running for president of the United States. His, his platform, I, in my analysis, would help them, uh, help the most people who need help the most. That's another quote from Neely Fuller Jr. He says, that's what a system of justice is, is a system that helps the most people who need the most help. Okay, and so I focus on his platform a lot, but then also because of my interest as a media educator, not just in teaching people how to use new media technology to get their voices out to the wider world, um, you know, through, whether that's digital radio, whether that's podcasting, um, whether it's video. I educate people on that technology. I have um, put out quite a few tutorials for free, uh, mind you, and I also hold several copyrights for mixing digital audio. Um, and so I get that away for free um, through our nonprofit, Black Talk Media Project. Um, I also think information should be free. I know we live in a capitalist society, but if we're able to, um, share with others um, information that came to us freely, then we should freely share that, okay? And so um, while I did develop these things on my own, I feel like that, you know, I was inspired by other outside influences and not just, you know, things that was coming up in me internally. But his campaign in terms of, you know, Malcolm X, it's the reason I created the Black Talk Media Project, and you, you'll hear me quote him from time to time, but my most favorite quote of his is that media is the most powerful entity on the face of the planet. It controls the minds of the masses. It can make the innocent look guilty and make the guilty look innocent, and that's power. So media is a the primary means of mind control. It's not hypnotism. Um, they're not sending any kind of rays through your TV box or your radios uh, uh, player in your car. They're not sending any kind of microwaves or anything like that to control your mind. No, what they do is program your mind with messages in media. That's why it's called programming. Okay, and and so his campaign uh, is smeared a lot. It's ignored a lot. Let me just put it this way. Bernie Sanders is the most mistreated politician probably in the history of the United States, but I can only talk, you know, during my lifetime. And this is a perfect time for, for me to explain using real world examples of exactly how the media controls your mind. All right. So let's, let's go to this story. Um, you probably heard about this story. Now, I posted this in the btrcommunity.com uh, social media website, and I titled my thread, Bernie Sanders, the Jewish victim of Hitler's Holocaust, traffics in white supremacy, according to some people. So what do you mean, what do I mean when I say the Jewish victim? He wasn't, he wasn't killed, obviously, he wasn't. But 
Most of his family was wiped out by the Germans in the Holocaust, which primarily targeted Jews, but also killed gypsies, um, also killed mentally disabled people, uh, physically disabled people. Um, of course, Hitler is known for trying to create the master race and, and exterminate those he didn't feel like was worthy. So Bernie Sanders' family, I think um, he is the first generation American or U.S. citizen out of his family. I think his parents or one of his parents or uncle, I'm not sure the exact details, but I know I heard him say that most of his family was wiped out in that Holocaust. So that's why I say he's a Jewish victim of Hitler's Holocaust. But according to this one person who engaged me on social media, um, as I shared this fake news, uh, or I shared somebody's status. Now, this all is rooted in the 2020 Democratic candidates' uh, second step presidential justice forum. I guess it's the name. I don't know the exact title. It widow. It happened at this HBCU. Y'all might remember Kamala Harris. I mentioned in my last video about political stunting, uh, said she wasn't going to go because Donald Trump was getting an award for the First Step Act, okay? And I feel like she was political stunting, um, and the real reason she didn't want to go is because this is a HBCU, and a lot of those young people, those students, have been educated on her record as a prosecutor and California Attorney General, where she has some very, very, very troubling things in her record. So I feel like that was her real reason. She was using Donald Trump as an as a um, excuse of not to go by engaging in political stunting. All right, so Bernie Sanders was asked a question by a black student about if I was your black son, would, what would you tell me if I was being stopped by police? Now, People got upset with with that with what was reported to have been his comments. But see, this is where the media manipulation of your mind comes in by using misinformation. All right, so people were in their emotions and oh, he sound like a white supremacist. This person replied to me. But let me just share um, for those who aren't watching the video podcast and just listening to the audio podcast. I post this person named Anthony Clark for Congress. I think he's actually running for Congress. It's a, a black man. He says, funny that some people think I should be mad at Bernie Sanders for saying what many black grandpa and father would always tell me if you get pulled over by police. They are looking for excuses to kill you. So do your best. Uh, so do best you can not to give them one and live to fight another day. Now other people were sharing videos. I guess there was some kind of uh, uh, content that was created where parents were asking their children, um, you know, the same question. What do you do when you're stopped by police? One black mother said, uh, asked her daughter, um, are you supposed to respect the police when they stop you? And the daughter said, well, that's a tough one. And the mother said, yes. You are, that is the answer is always yes. Now people get get it twisted, and it's not say, and it's not so much as saying that you should respect the police. These killer cops, slave catchers out here, gunning down people and have helped to create the world's largest prison slave 
population, but it just simply saying, conduct yourself respectfully. That means speak in a respectful manner. I don't think any parent in their right mind is going to tell their child that if you get pulled over by police, you should make uh, oink oink noises, you should call them pigs, you should yell at them. I mean, we got Colin Kaepernick for a couple of years now, been running the Know Your Rights camp. Also, there is a very uh, informative video called Know Your Rights, which is on YouTube, which, which shows um, actors interacting with police, one in a loud, belligerent manner and what the logical outcome if you're going to be doing that with cops and then one showing you the calm way to deal with police and also the questions to ask uh, in knowing your rights and, and, and what questions not to ask and, and whether you allow them search you or you make them get a warrant. That's what that's about. I made my, my, my daughters watch it. Okay? And so I say to him, they are not really mad. They are acting like they're mad because they support other candidates like Kamala and Elizabeth. People good at faking emotions on social media because they got these emoticons, right? Okay, I don't have to really be mad, but I could just type out something and I could put the angry face um, emoji on there and that's a good way for me to fake my outrage. You know, you're not really seeing my face. You're not really uh, hearing my voice. Okay, you're just reading some text, and then I put the the uh, 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 um, I'm mad emoji or whatever they call that particular emoji. The mad face. I'm I'm my face is red from anger emoji and what have you. And so this person named Joy three sixteen. That's not a real name. Um, and I try to be careful about sharing people's real names. Um especially if it's something that might be embarrassing to them. I don't want anybody to think that I'm doing this to put you on the spot. I do do that to propagandists and opinionists who, who which I'm going to put this reporter for CBS on, on blast, but just regular individuals, you know, um, I don't know who this person is. Um, they're just using um, a name, Joy316. Uh, the actual account is at joy 316 Zero eight, and so she replies um, to me and says he said it in the exact same way, blaming the victims as the white supremacists. Okay, now I'm gonna break this comment down in this thread. He said it in the exact same way, blaming the victims as white supremacists. So let's deal with that first sentence. Files a white supremacist. First of all, I wouldn't be giving anybody's black child any good advice. Nobody in their right mind is going to ask a white supremacist for, well, they might. I don't know. I can't say they wouldn't, but um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be asking a white supremacist for any advice. If I thought a person was a white supremacist, why would I be asking them advice? Um, it seems logical to me that if I was a white supremacist, and you ask me, well, how should I deal with police when I get stopped? You white, maybe you got some insights or whatnot. And if I'm a white supremacist, I'd probably be telling them, you know what, don't cooperate with the police. You don't have to give them nothing. They ask you for your driver's license, um, give them some sovereign citizen line or something. I'm 
traveling on the highway. I don't need to give you no license or, or anything of that nature. Okay, um, call them pigs and and tell them you work you work for me. I don't work for you. What you stopping me for? You know, just be belligerent. Something that's gonna get them arrested or shot. Okay, or tased or or whatever. That's what a white supremacist would tell you. Okay, not Bernie Sanders saying respect the process so you don't get shot in the back of the head which isn't his full comment but that's the comment that's being put out there that people are in their emotions reacting to without going to watch the video or the full comments or find an article that has the full comments and they might be reading this cbs article which chopped up his words and cherry pick words to portray him as if he was telling black people to bow down and scrape to police. Very dishonest, very dishonest. And again, if the fake news label fits, we must convict. And don't get mad cause Donald Trump says fake news. Or if you fake engaging in fake news, if that fits, then we must convict you of being a fake news producer. And I'm also calling this race porn. Let's get black folks in their emotion over something that didn't happen. We'll click on it, they'll share it, and then we'll get ad revenue, okay? So let's be logical here. Well, do you really think a white supremacist would tell a black person to be respectful of police, even though that's not what he said? He said respect the process. No, if I'm a white supremacist, I'm gonna tell you something that's gonna get you killed. See, this is called using deductive reasoning or critical thinking or just being logical, all right, without emotion. All right, so let, let's let's go uh, back to the comment. Um, did you see the young man on the train with his hands up? They showed up with guns by the dozens, threw them down, and beat him over a $3 fare. Now, what she's talking about is a recent video that came out uh, with NYC... Uh, New York City subway police or police deployed to the subway because may, the mayor and man I've forgotten his name already but the mayor with the black wife I think he's still mayor right so anyway he he's saying the city must be losing a lot of revenue from people jumping those turnstiles and not uh, paying their fare however they, they get a card and have to swipe it or if you put quarters in, I don't know I, I've never been in the New York subway so he deployed, and this was announced in the news, he deployed um, extra cops down in the subway to target people who are not paying their fares and jumping over these turnstiles um, to escape paying. So that's what, what happened, okay? That's what happened, that's what she's talking about. What they got to do with, with what went on or what was asked of Sanders in his form. See, this is a psychological trick trick to try to get me and my emotions or other people in their emotions and, oh, see how them police did that young man? And then you got Sanders over here talking about respect the police, even though that's not what he said, okay? Now, here's something, and I made a thread about this on social media. How I, t I said, I tell my daughters, because I don't have any sons. I got some grandsons, but they in elementary school. Um, and, and they're too young to understand the concept of race and racism. I fight those battles for them. 
Their mother fights those battle, battles for them. Their, their great-grandmother fights those battles for them. Um, they have fathers as well and a, another set of grandparents and what have you. I'm not going to spoil their childhood by talking to them about something that they're really not going to be able to understand at what, eight and nine years old, okay? Um, I do talk to them or we talk to them about not talking to strangers, don't get in the car with strangers or, or anything like that and, and, you know, come across different situations, what to do. Find an adult if you're in school, whatever. So, I don't have any sons, but I have daughters. And one of the things I told my daughters is we live behind the enemy lines of USA Inc., where the 13th Amendment says that slavery has not been abolished, but reserved as a punishment for crime. It takes a police officer to charge you with a crime, all right, arrest you, and put you in a system that's going to eventually uh, have you in jail or on a prison plantation. And it's all generating profit. It creates jobs. It, you know, we're talking private prisons. It, it, it um, uh, generates of stock dividends and, and what have you, okay? So, I, my advice, if I lived in New York City, I'd be telling my son, do you got enough money to, do you need me to buy you a train pass or subway pass or do you got change to catch the subway home? Don't be jumping at st uh, them turnstiles. The, the uh, mayor just deployed all these people, all these cops, down there into the subway they're going to be watching out for stuff like that and i don't want you to get caught up get shot get beat down or get arrested because you know i don't have a lot of extra money to come bail you out of jail over three dollars so take this three dollars now see we don't we don't want to talk logically or speak or converse logically about these things we want to get in our emotions and 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 not look at our own behavior and how we should be acting behind the enemy lines where we know people practicing slavery and racism. Do you want to save your child or do you just want to continue um, to go to funerals or, or go bail them out of jail or what have you? All right. So then she says being disrespectful doesn't get white shot or a beating. Well, that's not true, but I'll address that later. I'll address that later. So let me scroll down. Now, in case you haven't actually heard what Bernie Sanders said, let me actually pull up the, the video to that. Man, I should have opened it up in a new window, um, but that's okay. I'll be able to pull it up. So if you haven't heard what he said, then he said more than be respectful of the process so you don't get shot in the head. He talked about some other uh, uh, things that need to happen in terms of police violence in this country. Let, let me, um, uh, give me just a second. Seems to be pulling up now. Okay, it's pulling up. I'll just have to hit my back button to get back to my thread on btrcommunity.com. If you would just be patient with me um, for a moment and we will get that up. Great. Um, I all right, so uh, Jemiah, let me pause this for a second and make sure that the audio's turned up. Um, a HBCU student at, I believe this was at Benedict College, although he could have been a student at another college. But this was the 2020 
uh, Democrats speak at the 2019 Presidential Justice Forum at Benedict College. So also Donald Trump was given an award um, by an organization at this forum and um, again, Kamala Harris, political stunting, didn't show up because she said, oh, Trump's going to be there. I'm not going and all that. No, you just didn't want to ask que answer questions um, by these students about your horrific criminal justice record um, in California. So uh, Jemiah posted this, and I'm going to play it. It's been viewed 1.5 million views, and he's asked this question. It's just a minute and 33 seconds long. Now pay attention to his words here, okay? He is not, he does not say respect the police. He says respect the process, and then you need to put that in the context with everything he says and not just going off of these clips because some people have edited this clip, and as I'll show you later, uh, CBS cherry-picked words from his entire answer to this student and then put it up as an article. So let me go ahead and play South that. South Carolina, I'm a sports management major. My question is to you, if I was your son, what advice would you give me the next time I pull over by a police officer? What, what, uh, be a, hold up, Mike, a little bit closer. I'm sorry. Uh, what, if, I, if, if, if I'm your son, what advice would you give me the next time I be pulled over by a police officer? Next time you pull, pulled over by a police officer. I would do my best to identify who that police officer is in a polite way, ask him or her for their name. I would respect what they are doing so that you don't get shot in the back of the head. But I would also be very mindful of the fact that as a nation, we have got to hold police officers accountable for the actions that they commit. And that is, so to answer your question, I would be very cautious, if you were my son, in terms of dealing with that police officer, but I also defend my rights and know my rights and make sure, if possible, that police officer's camera is on what goes on. Now, I ask you to use your judgment. You just heard the full comments in context. Um, and did Bernie Sanders sound like a white supremacist to you? Does that sound like the answer a white supremacist would give? Again, I think a white supremacist would tell you to act belligerent and say, why are you stopping me? I, man, I got places to be. Why are you stopping me? Doggone it, I ain't got time for this. I don't have to show you nothing. Okay, that's what a white supremacist would tell you. So let's use deductive uh, reasoning. Let's be logical. Now, I don't know if this person is a troll who is faking outrage because she supports Kamala Harris or he, because I don't know if it's a he or she. You know, they're using a woman as the icon, a cartoon of a woman. So I'm assuming it's a woman. Um, what have you. Um, but anyway, I mean, this person follows me, but Lots of people follow me. Um, 
And not all of them because they want to hear what I have to say. Some of them just want to uh, badger me and smear me and looking for something that they can complain about as far as what I post. So I don't know what this person's intent is. I refuse to believe that this person heard that comment and logically came to the conclusion that he sounded just like a white supremacist. Okay. I mean, you would have to be a liar to just come out your mouth with something. So it could be that this person was fed some disinformation, um, saw some of the chopped up stuff like was put out by CBS News or some of the edited chopped up clips, and she's operating off of that. Okay, she's operating off, off of that driven by emotions. But I mean, even if I said told my son to respect police officers so you don't get shot in the back of the head. What is that to get angry about? How does that sound like something a white supremacist would say? Even that. So that makes me believe that this person is being disingenuous with me. Alright, so let me go to the next thing now. Again, I'm, I can't say for certain if this is where people got this ideal to push this propaganda um, about Bernie Sanders, this smear about Bernie Sanders being a white supremacist or sounding like a white supremacist. But if you go to CBS News, now I tried posting the link uh, in BTR community, but the way that that website is constructed, um, it pulls in the video, Okay. So I chopped it up a little bit just for my notes here. But I'm going to go to the actual page here. And you will see what I'm talking about in terms of, and I'll read it for those who are just, you know, on the audio podcast. But you'll see um, what this writer for CBS News, and I looked her up too. Her name is Lee Yakira Cohen. Um, she's a white female out of New York City. And she wrote this article, as you can see right here. She's just going by Lee Cohan. She posted this yesterday. Um, and it says, Bernie Sanders tells student to respect police officer. And then she puts it in quotes so that you don't get shot in the back of the head. But see, this is also people not understanding grammar and English and not understanding and writing when you're quoting someone, that's what quotation marks is. You notice that she didn't put tell student to respect police officer in quotes because that's not what he said. But you're not going to know that, are you, if you just, if you don't know these sort of rules to writing. So the headline is sort of misleading, right? It is misleading because he didn't tell the student to respect the police officer. The only accurate thing in this headline is so that you don't get shot in the back of the head. Now let's read it now. Now y'all heard his entire quote, right? This is what she wrote. It's not a very long article. And I also acknowledge that editors may have played a role in editing her article after she wrote it. I don't know. Democratic presidential candidate Bernie Sanders found himself in a social media storm Saturday night at the video surface of a statement he made at the Second Step Presidential Justice Forum earlier in the day when a black student asked Sanders how he should handle getting pulled over by a police officer. Sanders responded, quote, 
respect what they are doing so that you don't get shot in the back of the head, end quote. She goes on to write, Sanders made the statement during a question and answer session at the forum at Benedict College, a historically black college. The student asked Sanders, if I'm your son, what advice would you give me next time I'm pulled over by a police officer? I don't know why she felt the need to repeat that, but she gave his exact quotes, this time in, in quotation marks. All right. Sanders advised the student to do his best to identify the police officer in a polite way. In quotes. I will respect what they're doing so that you don't get shot in the back of the head. And I will also be very mindful of the fact that as a nation, we have got to hold police officers accountable for the actions that they commit. He said, I will be very cautious if you were my son in terms of dealing with that police officer. But I will also defend my rights and know my rights and make sure possible that police officer's camera is on what goes on. You know what? I owe this woman an apology because when I pulled up the article, I did not see that at the bottom. You see, you know, these other other things more in Bernie Sanders. And I'm thinking this was the end of the article unless they added it after. But I will err on the side of caution and say, well, I didn't scroll down far enough and see that she shared this entire quote. Okay, uh, let me see. Oh, we got Chris Evans speaking, uh, Bernie Sanders, to black student on how to handle getting pulled over by the police. Identify who the police officer is, respect what they are doing so you don't get shot in the back of the head. And that's mostly the uh, um, quote that they're pulling from. And, of course, on Twitter you can't change. I mean, excuse me, you can't. You only have so many characters. All right, it says that CBS News campaign reporter LaCry Mitchell reported that the question appeared to stump Sanders, and I don't get that. And the presidential candidate struggled to answer. Sanders did not get much applause or crowd approval, she said. Wow, is that what y'all got from that watching that video? I thought that he paused to give a thoughtful answer, okay? He didn't do like Biden and say, when Joe Biden was asked by a black female student, he said, if you were my daughter, you'd be a Caucasian girl and you wouldn't be pulled over, Biden said. That's what's wrong. Okay, so that that's a lie. But first, because again, honesty uh, and credibility is very important to me. Integrity, having integrity. So I earlier made a statement where I was incorrect. The entire quote was shared. It just wasn't shared on video, all right? Um, so still, we uncovered some fake news because CBS News campaign reporter uh, LaCry Mitchell reported that the question appeared to stump Sanders. Why, he, he took a couple of seconds to give a thoughtful answer, okay? And then he didn't get much applause, the crowd approved. See, what is this? What kind of crap is this? What kind of crap is this? So, let me go ahead and close this out. So, my apologies to Lee Cohen. Um, I don't know if they added this later or if my browser was messed up and it just wasn't scrolling all the way down, but I did not see see that they shared the rest. But see, that's the problem though with people on social media is that they see a headline, they see part of a quote, and then they don't read the rest of the quote in 
the article. So, let me go back to btrcommunity.com. Um, yeah, because when I first went on there, it did, because I took screenshots. I don't know, maybe something was wrong with my browser, and it wasn't scrolling all the way down, or, or maybe something was wrong with their website at the time I was, I was on it, okay? So at least they did share the entire quote, unlike some people on social media with this fake outrage, because it's easy to feign emotions using emoticons on social media. Now, here's where Joe Biden is wrong. I ain't got to use a, a female, but there have been white females who have been shot because um, I pay attention to, to police shooting videos. All right. So I shared, though, on social media with Joy. Here's the story of Zachary Hammond. I knew this story. Well, excuse me. Here's the story, a recent story. The story isn't recent, but the video just got released this week of a white teen shot in the back of the head for, for running from police. Okay, as you can see the image there, there's the police looking through the bars. He, This kid had jumped into the yard of a, a, a child care center, a daycare center, whatever you want to call it. And this guy shot. He shot at this teenager who was unarmed, was not threatening him, and he shoots through the fencing and shoots him in the back of the head. I wonder if that was on Sanders' mind when he said, so that you don't get shot in the back of the head, okay? Then Zachary Hammond, I live in North Carolina. I remember when he was shot, he was meeting a girl um, to sell her some marijuana, some cannabis. I think she might have been an informant. My, my, I, I, no, I don't think so. I don't think she was an informant. He was buying weed from her. They met at a Hardy's parking lot. And the police uh, was doing some kind of sting. My mind is fuzzy on this because this happened a few years ago. Um, but in the picture, when the cops try to stop him, he goes to pull off. He goes past the cop, and the cop then shoots into the car, killing Zachary Hammond. I think he was 17, maybe 18. I think he was 17 years old. White kid. White people get killed by cops. Okay. This is not an oppression Olympics where it's only black people running the race. We have black cops, we have white cops, we have Asian cops, we have Indian cops, we have Arab cops, we have cops killing people in these streets. And like Mr. Fuller says though, skin color don't mean nothing if you don't believe in practicing justice. And if you believe in practicing justice, the skin color of the victims should not matter to you either, okay? So, I, you know, for those who follow Mr. Fuller's work, okay? So I know, you know, I used to watch uh, Follow Kill by Police. They had a database, but um, they the uh, guy wasn't getting donations. I actually interviewed him. And it's a lot of work. This is work, people. This is work takes a lot of time to produce this type of stuff. He was keeping a database on every person killed by police. Okay? He put their age, he put their race, he put the cop of the city, the department, and all of that. He had to shut it down because he didn't have no financial support. Okay? Um, and so I knew this. White people are shot the most, especially white males, are shot more than anyone else. 
See what 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 when we're talking black people, we're talking about the disproportionality because we only 13% of the population, yet we'll make up 30%, 40% of those getting gunned down, and that's terrible. Okay? It's but again, this is not an oppression Olympics. Nobody's getting a trophy for belonging to the group who get killed the most by police. Police kill everybody. They kill U.S. citizens. They kill old people. They kill young people. They kill children. Okay? They kill whites, blacks, Latinos, American Indians. They don't. They even kill foreign nationals. The white woman that got shot in the, in Minneapolis by the Somalian cop, shot in the face for knocking on his car window. Okay, or the Indian man in Arizona who got body slammed by a cop um, because he didn't speak English. He walking down the street, walking while Indian, I guess, and I'm talking about India, Indian from India. Okay, not a Native American, not American Indian, but he's from India. He was visiting his son here, didn't know much English. Some white neighbor called the cops, said it was a strange man walking around and all this and that, walking while brown. And so the cops come, ask him to identify himself. He don't know what they saying. Then they body slam this man and paralyze him. Body slam him on the concrete and paralyze him. All right, it happens to all. We should be uniting as U.S. citizens against this system that is murdering all of us in the street, okay? And that's another reason why I like Bernie Sanders' campaign is because it is very diverse, despite the Bernie bros' smears, all right? So, we can't allow uh, race porn and people online who don't have all the facts and just going off of headlines and getting mad. And then even if you believe that he told the boy, be respectful to the police so they don't shoot you in the back of the head. How is that something that a white supremacist would say? Come on, y'all. But I understand that as I told people who about lying, when I was lied on and saying, I said that uh, two wrongs don't, Two wrongs make a right. No, you said white people don't get shot by police. I said they do. Here's the evidence. You turn that around into me saying, well, well, they shoot white people too. Two wrongs make a right and all that. Take, no, no, no. I was correcting the record. That's what I do. All right? But like my mom reminds me, I am a Christian. We struggle not against flesh and blood, but... Uh, spirits in high places and principalities. We have people who who are devils. And the devil or Satan is the father of lies. Okay? And so they're like their father. And the truth is not in them. And they lie. Even when confronted with facts, I'm sticking to the lie that I told. Alright? So, anyway, this has been Scotty Reed with a Black Talk Radio uh, commentary and report on this fake outrage um, being directed at Bernie Sanders and the ridiculous notion that the answer he gave made him sound like what a white supremacist would tell somebody. Make it sound like Bernie Sanders was victim blaming. That's not what happened. Okay? Please support independent black media. 
Okay, 1996 Telecommunications Act shut down a lot of black radio. That's how I got, why I chose digital radio. All right, much easier to do than getting into television and all of that. Um, but we have other programming on the network. We've been around uh, for 10 years and um, nine months. Well, actually 11 months. It, our anniversary will be in November. If you want to see all the programming the different podcasts, the different digital radio streams to continue to be distributed through the Black Talk Radio Network. Make a tax-deductible donation to the Black Talk Media Project. Don't wait till we gone. And I hear these people, you know, talking about black ownership and this and that. This isn't a for-profit. It is a non-profit. But black people started it, uh, uh, maintain it, and we're doing it for you. We're doing it for you. And the general public, okay? Because I don't, I don't, I think the information I share, anybody could use. So if you think that our what the work that we're doing through the nonprofit, please make a tax deductible donation. Go to BlackTalkRadioNetwork.com or look in the description for a link. You don't need PayPal to make a donation to our PayPal account. I know a lot of people don't have a lot of money in this system of inequality. Make a donation, $5 a month. We get donations of $2 a month. Any amount will help, okay? But if we don't get more donations, I don't know if we, I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to uh, continue Black Talk Radio Network as a platform. I might be able to do my individual media. This is in my blood, and I'm probably just going to, you know, just stick to YouTube or, or, or what have you, but I'm not going to pay, be able to pay for no digital radio server, no web server. I'm not going to be able to devote my time to this, okay? So, please, don't wait till the last minute. Don't wait till we're gone, and then you'll be like, okay, what happened to Black Talk Radio Network? Well, I'm telling you now, we only have a couple of hundred donors giving what they can. And I've been doing a lot with a little bit. And every amount is appreciated. So I'm just want to stress to you, if you want to see Black Talk Radio Network continue, then please sign up for a donation or join btrcommunity.com with a donation of $24 a year through a subscription. That breaks down to $2 a month. Um, in months with only four weeks, that's 50 cents a week. Come on, y'all. All right, this has been Scotty. Remember, you cannot trust the media. You have to always be looking at or reading with a discerning eye. And my apologies to uh, Lee Cohen um, and CBS News um, because when I started off, I gave incorrect information, but I was a I'm glad I was able to catch myself and correct myself. All right. Peace and blessings to all. Be safe out there behind these enemy lines of USA Inc.